0: What's up friends and family i hope you enjoy the ambiance that's going on uh surrounding me you can hear a couple ice cream trucks that is because we are down here in the nation's capital washington dc the <clears throat> you can hear the heartbeat of america my friends or as old as most of our politicians are uh, the pacemaker of america it's where we are we're in dc i love this town it is wild. I got, I got a couple things to report on. Number one, allow me by saying that for all of you who were at the Comedy Catch uh, Thursday night, last night I suppose it was, I really appreciate y'all coming out. The only substacker that made themselves known uh, was Heather. So Heather, thank you for coming out. There could have been more substitutions there that just didn't make their presence known. Always fine. I appreciate that as well, but Heather, I did have a fun con- Heather and I did have a fun conversation, and it was lovely uh, performing back in my hometown. For those of you Chattanoogans on here that ask, "Why don't you perform in your hometown that much? Do you not like Chattanooga? I love Chattanooga. The problem is not with Chattanooga and my fans in Chattanooga. The problem is that my regular life friends live ten minutes away. And they always want to come to the shows, too. And that, I'll, i got to tell you. Now, here's the deal. They turned out, and it was lovely, and it was fine. It just always makes me nervous. Um, not just, like, anxiety from, like, performance anxiety, which this sounds like I'm talking about my wiener, but just with, uh, well, let's just say the people that I grew up with, and I love them for this, for the record, they oftentimes don't know how to act. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are... They are them, whether they're at their house, at the barn, at a farm party, or in public, in a comedy club setting. And it oftentimes makes me nervous. They're very comfortable with me. I'm their friend. Why wouldn't they think that they could talk to me during my show? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, of course, that never happens. Um, but realistically, it's just because like, when I'm home, I like to be home. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? But I am going to start, just for all you Chattanoogans listening... I did get the bug last night, and you know, I haven't been doing stand up for a while because of the kid. and uh, I got the bug really bad. Show went amazing. And I told the people in Chattanooga, I was like, yo, I'm gonna start coming out to the open mics again. God dang it. I love this, and I love it here. So, there you go. A couple, uh, so that's that. And I appreciate y'all coming. And remember, um, if you weren't able to make the Chattanooga show, because you know, you don't live in Chattanooga or near it, I'll also be in Asheville, North Carolina. December 28th and uh, the thing about my current tour is that uh, it's not really a tour I'm barely doing anything so like normally if you were in the surrounding areas you would just go well I'll wait because he'll be coming here to Raleigh soon I don't know if I will be so if you want to see me and you're anywhere near Asheville come see me on December the 28th destination party now I'm saying I'll sign your book Um, if you don't have a book by then I will have some with me that I will sell to you, and if, you, uh, if you're a substacker, how about this? I will sell it to you for half off. No, less than half off. I'll give it to you for 10 bucks. How about that? How about that? All right. Anyways, a couple of things to report on here in Washington, D.C. that I've noticed. Uh, number one, if you've never heard me say this before, this is without question my favorite city in America. I would say the world and I still think it is the world but boy did I have fun in uh, Inverness Scotland I sure did y'all hear that that's one of those nice uh, one of those nice greats those air conditioning grates that's above cities that give it that wonderful ambiance um, I love DC it, it, I'm, I joked earlier about it be, you know having such a heartbeat to it but like it really does man like You like one of my favorite places to eat in the whole world. My favorite restaurant ever, actually, is in DC. It's called Old Ebbets Grill. If you've ever been here, you're definitely familiar with it. If you've ever watched The West Wing, you're definitely familiar with it. Honestly, if you're just like kind of into niche history stuff, you're you probably know about it because it's like Old Ebbets Grill has been here, you know, a long time. It's one of the few things in this country that we didn't demolish and turn into a sky rise although i do anticipate it one day and i personally will fly to dc to protest that but the reason i love it so much it's not just the food although i do think the food is amazing they've got a wonderful seafood tower that you can get half price at certain times in in the day i usually go for both of those times in the day i believe at three o'clock uh, you can get it half price and also at eleven o'clock you can get it half price Last night, I was too hungry, and I couldn't wait till 11, so I just paid full price at about eight. Still amazing, totally worth it. But while you're there, it's not just the food, it's that two booths over, you see two dudes in a suit, right? And it's very possible that they are sitting there making a decision about something insanely important in this country. Now, granted, they could be making the wrong decision, right? I don't know that. I don't know what side these guys are on. And frankly, I don't know that both sides don't make horrible decisions. They, of course, do. But, like, that's a place that politicians and stuff hang out. They're everywhere in this city. And, and as a rule, and it's weird because this is kind of hypocritical of me because, like, overall, I hate politics and I hate politicians. I hate that, like, so many of our, like... Human rights should not be a political debate. Do you know what I mean? So many of the things that are considered political should not be considered political at all. They should be considered common sense, in my opinion. And therefore, I hate the whole system. They can all burn in hell. That being said, you don't have to like something to be intrigued by it. Which is what I always tell people when they find out that I'm a huge fan of, like the royal English monarchy. They're like, how could you be a monarchist? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a monarchist at all. I think it's horrible. It ought not be. They should not be doing this. But I ain't, i can't do nothing to stop it, so I'm intrigued by it. It's a little bit insane to me. Like, is it not intriguing at all for some of y'all that we live in a, the, this complete modern world? I mean, God damn it, we're in the 21st century. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not that that means anything. You know, but like, but still, not that far from here, there's still kings and queens and shit. Like in America, we only ever get to see that in like Game of Thrones and Outlander and shit, but like it still goes on. And like to watch the kings and queens try to modernize themselves but still hang on to like the old ways is super intriguing. But again, I'm against it. I don't think it ought to be. And I'm the same way with politicians and politics in Washington, D.C. I think that there are some of the most vile, detestable, uh, barely excuses for human beings that not only live here, but make their living and make our lives worse because of it. However, damn if that ain't interesting. You know what I'm saying? This is where it all goes down. Uh, the second thing that I wanted to talk about, this is an observation that I had. Lord, I hope this wind ain't fucking everything up. If it is, I'm so sorry. Um, second observation that I had is that normally when I come here, and I come here frequently, uh, I to either do stand-up or you know take my wife on vacation or something because we love it. Um, you You can always count on, you go to the front of the White House, and that's how you can find what all the issues in the world are because like they're protesting everything you know what I mean which is great Uh, wonderful country that we live in where you can do that that's not my point my point is is that like again I'm talking protesting everything when you walk when you walk in front of the White House yes motorcycle you're very cool we're very cool. You have a big dick and we all want to sleep with you. I would give my wife to you because I'm so impressed by how fucking loud and awesome your motorcycle is. You sack of dog shit. God damn it, I hate these people. Sorry if you have a motorcycle. And having a motorcycle, there ain't nothing wrong with it, but having the intentionally loud one that then you, you then ride through a city. Oh great. Boy, this is an ambiance filled episode. We are in the city, boy. <laughs> um anyways. You go you go and find out protests of things that you... I, like, I'm walking through there, and I'm like, damn, I didn't even know that was a country. And I damn sure didn't know that this other country was doing that to them. But, hell, yeah. I, if y'all are mad enough to be out here on the streets uh, with a bunch of people, you know, throwing apples and shit at you, like, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, which is funny, like, just... <laughs> which is funny, like, sitting there in my mind supporting a thing that if I read on it, I might be like, oh, never mind, they're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I noticed... Uh, I noticed this morning when I went down there. Now, granted, it was 1030. I don't know what time protesters clock in. I've seen them at all hours. But I noticed that there was barely any. There was a couple people with some signs, but it was mainly a lot of what you do see in any major city, which is like Christians trying to sell graphic tees because that's how... That's how they think that they are going to attract the youth back into the congregation. This particular graphic tee that I saw, by the way, it was made to look like it was a bottle of Heinz ketchup, uh, but it said on it, ketchup with Jesus. Uh, But if you think the pun stopped there, you are wrong. (laughs) You are so wrong. It then said, let us, yes, like the vegetable, let us uh, pray and relish him. And then to close it out, possibly the best pun. I gotta give him credit for this. I love him from my head to my toes. <laughs> I mean, it's catchy, it's clever. I just I love that I very much love that they're like, the youths love graphic tees, and it's like, yeah, ones with Kurt Cobain on them, not this bullshit. But you know, I love a good pun. I'm a dad, do your thing. But that's basically all I saw was like, you know, a bunch of Christian fundamentalists or whatever out there like, oh, we're in a big city, this is where all the sin is. This is where in 2015 they made gay marriage legal, fuck them, we got to save everybody's soul. I saw that, that's to be expected. But I didn't really see any other groups sort of uh, represented. You know what I mean? And that was weird to me because like it's always something. As a matter of fact, I used to have a bit about it. I wrote it in D.C., because, you know, there's, like, 20, 25 protests. And, of course, every single one of them, when you walk by, they're trying to get you on their side. And I'm like, I want to be empathetic, but, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, social justice causes, you almost got to have, like, a major and a minor. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you can't care. You can't, in some way, care about everything. But if you're actually going to dedicate your time and resources to it you can't do 25 you've got to have a major and a minor right like i feel like most people major in black lives matter and minor in equality for homosexuals and that's you know those are the two most popular ones in america (laughs) like if you're going to if you're going to woke college that would be your major and minor but like if you're if you're dedicating your life to those causes dude you don't really have a lot of time Uh, to put effort into some benevolent dictator from a country that you've never heard of extinguishing all the crops of the aboriginal people not again not that you don't at some level care about it it's just that there's only so much time in a day but i didn't see none of that shit and i'm running through all these theories in my head as to like why that would be the the first one is well it's 10 30 in the morning but dude I I know protesters. I'm friends with a lot of people who, and I've been to protests before, uh, you know, and I'm for it, you know. I'm I'm even for it if you're protesting the wrong thing just because that's how the Constitution works. Like, I can, like, you have the right to protest. I then have the right to say that your protest is stupid and wrong. But you definitely have the right to do it, so I'm for it in all capacities. Um, But... So those people that are that that militant about things, dude, they get up way earlier than 10 goddamn 30. Unless, of course, they were protesting till 4 a.m., you know, but a lot of these people work in shifts, I feel. You got strength in numbers, like, hey, half of y'all go to bed, we'll stay out here, then you, you know, that way we can have, it's like fucking hands across America. There's never a time when we're not protesting. So that could be it. And a lot of the times in D.C., the front of the White House isn't as accessible as it is today. Sometimes they've got it completely boarded off because some shit's going on. But today it was very accessible. So like, you know, I can understand. Oh, there's not many protesters here because the Secret Service is all out, and you know they're not letting us get right to the front. And God damn it, if we can't protest directly in front of the White House, what are we even doing this for? You know, um, and that's that's my first theory. My second theory. I talked to my mom about this actually, which like. Me and my mom have completely different views on the world, but like, we don't have different views on protesting in general. Like, because we're both proud Americans who believe in the right of protesting. My mom would say the same thing. She's like, even if I don't agree with what you're protesting, I certainly agree with your right to be here, so long as it's you know peaceful and not causing a problem or whatever. I talked to her about it, and this was mom's, this was mom's very, um, very middle-aged white suburban mom opinion she goes well it is friday you know a lot of people leave on fridays from vacation <laughs> and i was like i was like God damn, how miserable of a vacation do you have to be on to sneak in a protest like i'm not saying you can ever take time off from uh from the truth but you know like a week at least so that was her theory she's like you know when you're Going on vacation, if you leave on a Friday and get there, you see a lot of people leaving. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. But my, my number one theory, and this could be completely boneheaded because I don't know. That's how theories be. It's something that I, I can see being a reason, but I don't fucking know. My main theory right now is that this shit with Palestine and Israel is so heavy and so important that everybody knows that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody understands. Wow, fella. Uh, not that anyone's truth is more important than the other truth, you know. Uh, but this one is heavy. This one doesn't just affect that region. It affects the whole world. I think there's a lot of people that can, like, or, you know, there's probably some super old people. I'm not saying that as a fence. I'm just saying that as a label, for so you know what I'm talking about, who maybe. be... You know, we're children during World War II who, like, are starting to have little flashbacks like, this is how it starts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it did. it's not like, you know, World War One and World War Two. everybody just said, one, two, three, go, and then the whole world started warring. That ain't how that goes. It's got to start somewhere. And when you see a conflict like this, and now you have, you know, like, oh, what's America going to do? Well, fucking, uh, dude... Naturally, America is going to stand with Israel. If y'all know anything about how the Bible works and how you have to have that vote, <laughs> like, and it's funny because like I'm seeing like I, I, I maybe I have seen less Christians be pissed at Joe Biden in the past couple of weeks. I don't know, but like it's going to be funny to me to for them to spin this somehow because like again, this is just from my dumbass upbringing and ha- what I interpret the Bible as and what I remember hearing, but like, Joe Biden's pretty much letter of the law, straight down the middle, bible this whole situation. You know? I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I got my own opinions on it, uh, but I'm too boneheaded to know if they're right. Um, you know? I mean, I guess all I'll say is this, is that um, obviously terrorism ain't it, and I don't give a shit I don't give a shit what someone's done to you you ought not kill innocent people and children I'll say that I I don't I'll say that however I will say this (laughs) it is also fucked up to hold an entire country hostage for their existence and not give them autonomy you know what I'm saying wild how two things can be fucking true now that's as far as I know do I know the fucking solution hell no (laughs) hell no and I'm certain that whatever the U.S. government is thinking about doing, because y'all got to understand, the U.S. government does not think morally. You know what I mean? And by the way, sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a, that. sometimes it, that's, what I mean by that is they think pragmatically, right? Sometimes that's a horrible thing. Sometimes that's a good thing uh, when it pertains to keeping us safe, I suppose, like, I'm certain in the government's mind, they're like, look, we may feel this way, but this is what's going to keep America safe. I don't fucking know. Again, I don't know the answer to any of this shit. Uh, It's super complicated. And that's my goddamn point, is that I think every person who protests normally in D.C. is like, you know what? Maybe we can save the dolphins later. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There's not... I don't think anyone gives a fuck about what we're doing to the tuna fish at current time because there are more pressing things going on in this world and it probably trickles all the way into climate change activists who are like you know guys uh, there won't even be a climate to save if we're all eradicated by these underground nukes the russians and shit have been keeping a secret from us that they bought from us probably in the 50s so uh that's my leading theory i'd like to hear any more but uh, it, was, it was wild to observe. So there you go, my observations from Washington, D.C. Uh, tonight at six o'clock, I'll be at the Kennedy Center doing my thing. I love y'all, and uh, I'll see you later on this week. I'll be back, I'm flying back Sunday, so I'll be home Sunday afternoon, uh, and hopefully I can talk to y'all then We're just going to see what the good Lord decides on my flights. Because I tell you, it's the weirdest damn thing in the world. I almost never, and this is good, by the way. If you're going to have it go one or the other way, it goes the best for me. I never have a problem getting to a place, usually. But for some reason, getting home... Well, that's not true. I do often have trouble getting to a place I mean I you know like I blew a tire trying to go to Knoxville that whole thing that it does happen, but I always get there try to get there the day before the show so if that happens it doesn't really matter you know but like man when I'm really ready to go home, the airport's be doing some fuckery. I mean that plane will be sitting there but late at the same time so we'll see but either way, love y'all wanted to check in y'all have a great day and uh remember. If somebody was mean to you, just remember what your mama said when you was in elementary school. She says they're fucking jealous. Fuck them. They suck. You hit. They don't hit. All right. Love you, bye.